On July 4, 2012, scientists at the European Organization for Nuclear Research, or CERN, packed inside an auditorium in Geneva, Switzerland. As physicist Fabiola Gionati stood before the crowd, a hush fell over the room. She had big news about her team's experiments using the world's most powerful machine, the Large Hadron Collider. The Collider is the biggest piece of technology in existence that could come close to simulating the conditions of the Big Bang. After first becoming operational in 2008, scientists started to test their theories about the origins of the universe. Years later, Giannotti and her team finally detected a long-theorized fundamental particle of the universe, one that was thought to be partially responsible for the creation of all matter, all life. CERN's machine had yielded the most significant discovery in the history of particle physics. The crowd responded to Giannotti's presentation with a standing ovation. But not everyone shared in the enthusiasm. Some scientists believed the Hadron Collider, while miraculous, had the potential to destroy life as we know it. Welcome to Conspiracy Theories, a Spotify original from ParCast. Every Monday and Wednesday, we dig into the complicated stories behind the world's most controversial events and search for the truth. I'm Carter Roy. And I'm Molly Brandenburg. And neither of us are conspiracy theorists. But we are open-minded, skeptical, and curious. Don't get us wrong. Sometimes the official version is the truth. But sometimes it's not. You can find episodes of Conspiracy Theories and all other Spotify originals from ParCast for free on Spotify. Today, we're covering the Large Hadron Collider, or the LHC. The machine was built by the European Organization for Nuclear Research, known as CERN. The Collider is the most powerful tool scientists have when it comes to recreating the conditions of the Big Bang. And if we can reproduce those circumstances, we can better understand everything that came afterward, like matter and space. In this episode, we'll explore the history of the Large Hadron Collider, the discovery of the Higgs boson particle, and how it affects our understanding of the universe. Then, we'll examine a couple of conspiracies surrounding CERN's machine and what they might be able to do with it. Rumors have swirled that the Collider has the potential to create a black hole that could swallow the Earth, or maybe even open a portal into another dimension. We have all that and more coming up. Stay with us. This episode is brought to you by Terminix. There's one thing we can all agree on. Dealing with pests is a pain. But luckily, Terminix can help. Because when pests show up, so does Terminix. With over 95 years of experience, they have what it takes to take on any pest problem fast. So if your home or business has pests, don't stress it. Terminix it. Visit Terminix.com to book your appointment online today. That's T-E-R-M-I-N-I-X.com. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. 
bottling everything up can be really bad for you in the long run and have some terrible consequences. And this isn't a conspiracy theory. The more you let things build up, the more of a toll it can take on your mental health. I know for me, in dealing with some traumatic events in my life, I had the tendency to think, well, they've already happened. I'm okay. Other people have it worse. It doesn't matter much. And through therapy, was really able to understand how those events impacted me and changed how I'd start to see the world in ways that weren't great and were sometimes making my life worse. So therapy or dealing with any traumatic events you've had might really help you in terms of how you can live in the present moment now. So if you want to give therapy a try, check out BetterHelp. It's entirely online, convenient, and flexible. It's also really easy to get started. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com conspiracy today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash conspiracy. This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. Forget dark alleys and cemeteries. For some, the gym is the scariest place of all, but it doesn't have to be. With a personalized plan and expert coaching, Anytime Fitness can help make the gym less frightening. Get more for your gym membership than machines. Get personalized support anytime, anywhere. Visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. See website for details. Until the mid-20th century, most scientists believed the universe was both infinite and ageless. But thanks to Albert Einstein's revelations about gravity and Edwin Hubble's discovery that galaxies move apart from each other, experts now believe the universe had a beginning, the Big Bang. As the theory goes, the universe was once one thing, a singularity, a really hot really dense, really small speck. At some point in time, a ridiculously long time ago, this singularity inflated into something new within fractions of a fraction of a second. Like someone blew up a balloon in one incredibly swift breath. And in that tiny period of time, the universe flooded with radiation and a variety of subatomic particles. This concept later led to another theory, the standard model of particle physics, which basically says that these basic fundamental particles make up everything that exists. From galaxies to water to dirt to whatever device is playing this podcast right now. You're probably familiar with a couple. Protons, neutrons, electrons. They're the ones that make up atoms. There are more, though. Photons, quarks, pions, omegas, and a few others. But to the best of our knowledge, there are only so many. Which you'd think might be an issue when it comes to creating the sheer variety of matter that exists in our universe, but it's not. Fundamental particles are basically to matter what binary code is to the digital world. With only a zero and a one, you can create an infinite number of possibilities. For decades, scientists worked to identify all the different types of fundamental particles, and they made progress. But at some point, they determined the veracity of the standard model depended on the existence of one fundamental particle that nobody could prove existed. 
See, scientists couldn't figure out what gave matter its mass. Mass meaning the amount of resistance something has when external forces are applied. Mass is related to weight, but not the same. Weight takes into consideration gravity. You weigh less in space because there's less gravity, but your mass doesn't change. Now in the 60s, a British physicist named Peter Higgs proposed that there was a yet-to-be-identified field responsible for the mass of all matter, similar to an electromagnetic or gravitational field. And because of him, it came to be known as the Higgs field. To prove its existence, scientists set out to find a particle that they believed accompanied it. They called it the Higgs boson. The problem was, to find it, they needed to smash together existing particles at speeds close to the speed of light and recreate conditions similar to those at the time of the Big Bang. In other words, it was a really tall order and no one had a plan for how to make it happen. That is, until the 1980s. In 1984, CERN and the European Committee for Future Accelerators held a workshop. They presented their concept for a machine called the Large Hadron Collider. And over the next decade, they continued to flesh out the details until they were ready to turn their idea into a reality. Ultimately, they designed a ring made up of thousands of superconducting magnets. It would be 17 miles long. 60 times the size of the Empire State Building. And it would be built in a facility just outside of Geneva, Switzerland. Construction was a slow process. Another decade plus of raising money and refining details. But 13 years and $5 billion later, it was finally finished. Many critics balked at the hefty price tag, But CERN scientists had high hopes for the machine. Physicist David E. Kaplan believed it could lead to, quote, nothing other than understanding everything. They just needed to prove it worked. On September 10th, 2008, the Large Hadron Collider became operational. A beam of protons circled around the ring for the first time. Everything seemed to be going well at first. But nine days later, the collider sustained mechanical damage and a helium leak, and it needed to shut down for repairs. For CERN, the failure was an embarrassing setback. Thankfully, no one was hurt, but the malfunction was a costly one. In total, the repairs set the company back another $29 million and cost them a lot more time. A year passed before the collider became operational again, but it started to look like CERN's perseverance would pay off. And in 2012, their watershed moment finally arrived. The collider was finally ready to run the required tests to see if the Higgs boson was real. They fired it up and... It worked scientists confirmed the existence of the Higgs boson. In no time, CERN scheduled a press conference to present their findings. Among those in attendance was Dr. Peter Higgs. 
Nearly half a century after he predicted the particle's existence, he learned he was right. He wiped away a tear of joy. The British physicist would later accept a joint Nobel Prize in physics, but news of the discovery immediately captured global attention. It was the biggest revelation ever made in particle physics. Headlines circulated about the discovery of this so-called God particle. Now, the man credited with coining the term God particle apparently wanted to use goddamn particle because of the money and time spent finding it, but his publishers wouldn't let him. But the name God particle has stuck around because the Higgs field permeates all of space-time. It's everywhere, part of everything. The discovery of the Higgs boson was a critical step forward in humans' ability to scratch the surface of the so-called dark side of the universe, like dark matter and dark energy. Moreover, Giannotti, the project's leader, believed the Large Hadron Collider could lead to practical benefits that we can't even begin to predict yet. The machine and its discoveries could lay the foundation for future life-changing technologies. There's already a precedent set for something like this happening. Quantum mechanics and general relativity used to be two branches of science that were once considered theoretical, but they ultimately became the basis for circuits in modern electronics and GPS technology. Now, as excited as CERN scientists were, not everyone was excited about the potential of their machine. In the months leading up to its launch, some researchers suggested the Collider wasn't a miracle, but a curse, that its experiments could have disastrous consequences, and they wouldn't stop until the Large Hadron Collider was shut down for good. Coming up, could the Large Hadron Collider end our world? I'm Sarah Turney, host of Disappearances, a Spotify original from Parcast. In 2020, I used social media to help bring justice to my sister Alyssa's nearly two decades long disappearance. Now I'm exploring the many reasons people disappear and finding that the truth may be even harder to locate than the person. Who forced a famed explorer to lose his way? What did a missing Hollywood starlet leave behind? And how could the heiress to a Chicago candy fortune just vanish? Every Thursday on Disappearances, join me for a deeper look into history's most gripping missing persons cases. Tracking timelines, analyzing clues, and piecing together as many answers as possible to find the actual truth. Follow the Spotify original from Parcast Disappearances. Listen free only on Spotify. This episode is brought to you by Terminix. Terminix can't help you solve the world's biggest mysteries or take on alien life. At least, not the ones you're thinking of. But they can help take care of pesky invaders in your home. Like the ants in your kitchen, the roaches under your sink, and the termites in the walls. Because when pests show up, so does Terminix. 
No matter what type of bug it is, they can Terminix it fast with personalized pest care that puts you in control. And with over 95 years of experience, it's no wonder they're trusted by homes and businesses everywhere. So if you have a pest problem, don't stress it. Terminix it. Visit Terminix.com to book your appointment online today. That's T-E-R-M-I-N-I-X dot com. Now back to the story. In 2012, the Large Hadron Collider in Geneva fulfilled the promise of the scientists who made it. It found evidence of the Higgs boson particle, But while CERN celebrated, some researchers outside the organization worried about the machine's extraordinary capabilities. They were concerned enough to file not one, but two lawsuits against CERN, alleging that the collider could destroy the planet. Which brings us to conspiracy theory number one. The Large Hadron Collider has the potential to accidentally create black holes capable of swallowing the Earth whole. When Louise Sancho and Walter Wagner filed their lawsuit in March 2008, months before the Collider became operational, they weren't particularly well-known. Sancho was a science writer and professor in Barcelona, and Wagner was a retired radiation safety officer who'd worked as a technician in the Space Sciences Lab at UC Berkeley. Based on their research, they believed CERN's Large Hadron Collider was a major public safety risk, and their lawsuit asked the government to step in and shut it down for the benefit of everyone on Earth. In an interview with The Daily Show, Wagner warned that when two atoms are slammed together, scientists theorize the collision has the potential to create a black hole that could devour the planet. It's possible he would have been less worried if he thought CERN had adequate safety measures in place, but he didn't. He called them fundamentally flawed. And in an interview with the New York Times, he alleged that CERN's lack of proper protocol breached the European Commission's precautionary principle. The precautionary principle is a European law that protects the continent's environment, health, and food against safety threats. The rule can be invoked to stop the continuation of any, quote, phenomenon, product, or process. The lawsuit stood on questionable legal grounds. Sancho and Wagner filed it in the Federal District Court of Honolulu, Hawaii. But an American court doesn't have jurisdiction over an intergovernmental organization based in Geneva, Switzerland. In his interview with the New York Times, Wagner claimed he chose to file in Hawaii, his home state, to save money on legal fees. But he also knew that American organizations, like the U.S. Department of Energy and the Fermi National Accelerator Laboratory, supplied the magnets for the collider. So by listing them as defendants in the case, he hoped it would be enough for the court to take action. For some, after the Collider's breakdown in September 2008, Wagner's concerns gained credibility. But for most experts, it only proved that the Collider's safety systems performed as expected. Nobody got hurt. It appeared as if proper precautions had, in fact, been taken. 
Ahead of the trial in June 2008, CERN voluntarily released a safety report about the Large Hadron Collider and its relationship to black holes. Now, black holes are incredibly dangerous, and they do have the potential to possibly reveal alternate dimensions, just maybe not quite in the way science fiction films sometimes portray. In our day-to-day lives, we experience three observational dimensions. A block of wood, for example, is 3D. It has a height, length, and width. But there's at least one other dimension that we can't see, time. According to Einstein's theory of relativity, dimensions make up space, and space is malleable. Certain dimensions, like time, are contracted so much that they aren't visible to the human eye. Black holes have the potential to reveal these dimensions. They're not gateways, but they form when a lot of matter suddenly becomes concentrated in a tiny amount of space, almost like a small Big Bang, but in reverse. More often than not, they're formed when massive stars, at the end of their lives, implode. But it requires a lot of energy. Which brings us back to the Large Hadron Collider. Researchers like Sancho and Wagner believe the particles colliding in the machine could produce enough energy to create microscopic black holes. But according to CERN, Despite the rate and speed of collisions being incredibly high, each one only created an amount of energy equivalent to that of a mosquito in flight. In other words, it would be near impossible for the machine to produce a black hole. CERN added that even if the collider could generate microscopic black holes, they would evaporate in less than a trillionth of a billionth of a second which they explained wouldn't be enough time for it to gather enough matter to cause any damage. Not to mention, the report concluded that if microscopic black holes existed, the Earth has likely been experiencing them for billions of years without issue. The cosmic rays that hit Earth from space every day carry energies more than 100 million times greater than anything the Large Hadron Collider could create. Ultimately, though, Sancho and Wagner's lack of success had nothing to do with the evidence in CERN's report. Their case was dismissed on jurisdictional grounds in September 2008. Wagner and Sancho appealed the decision, but the verdict was upheld. Turns out, Wagner wasn't the most respectable plaintiff. In the 70s, he was imprisoned for violating restraining orders granted to a woman he stalked. And the same year he filed his lawsuit against CERN, he faced indictment on theft charges in the first degree. But CERN's legal woes weren't over. Even after the case was dismissed and the publication of its robust report, they were slapped with another lawsuit, this time in Europe, by someone more credible. In August 2008, German chemist Otto Rossler sued CERN in the European Court of Human Rights. Rossler was a professor of theoretical biochemistry at Germany's Erbhard Karl University of Tübingen, with numerous academic papers to his name. Though not his specialty, he once taught theoretical physics at a university in Denmark. In his lawsuit, the chemist requested an emergency injunction against CERN. 
Based on his calculations, the assertions CERN made in its safety report were incorrect. Rossler believed there was legitimate concern that the collider would create a mini black hole that could consume the Earth. The European Court of Human Rights wasn't convinced. Less than a month after Rossler presented his case, his request was dismissed. For the second time, a lawsuit failed to shut down the Large Hadron Collider. Recently, the black hole conspiracy theory was dealt a definitive blow. In 2020, researchers at Technion Israel Institute of Technology created an artificial micro-black hole. And they lived to tell the tale. Turns out, it wasn't that dangerous. It seemed to confirm everything CERN said. Even if the Large Hadron Collider could generate a micro-black hole, it likely wouldn't cause any damage, much less swallow the Earth. So, for that reason alone, I have to give this theory a 2 out of 10. Sure, scientists have experimented with a man-made microscopic black hole under controlled conditions once, but they've yet to deal with one they didn't predict. I don't care how small they are. Knowing the potential of black holes, I have to give this theory a 4 out of 10 until we know more. So, what's next? The possibility the Collider can open up an alternate dimension. Coming up, could the Large Hadron Collider open a deadly portal? This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. Forget dark alleys and cemeteries. For some, the gym is the scariest place of all. But it doesn't have to be. With a personalized plan and expert coaching, Anytime Fitness can help make the gym less frightening. Get more for your gym membership than machines. Get personalized support anytime, anywhere. Visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. See website for details. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Free samples, free shipping, and our 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step and into your home too. Shop Blinds.com now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off at Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Now back to the story. Ever since the Large Hadron Collider went live in 2008, doomsday believers voiced concerns about the machine's power. CERN hoped it could quiet their fear by debunking claims that the machine could create an Earth-swallowing black hole. Instead, conspiracy theorists believe the Collider had another dark power. According to a 2016 report by the Wall Street Journal, Religious groups thought the Collider had the ability to open a portal to alternate dimensions. Which is our second conspiracy theory today. As we mentioned earlier, we experience three spatial dimensions, height, length, and width, plus a fourth dimension, time. But there's potentially more dimensions that we can't see, and as a result, can't fully prove. To help illustrate what we mean, Here's a visual metaphor taken straight from CERN's website. Imagine a person walking on a tightrope. They can only move backward and forward, but not left and right, nor up and down. So they only see one dimension, 
Ants, living on a much smaller scale, could move around the cable in what would appear like an extra dimension to the tightrope walker. Scientists generally agree on one way to find evidence of an alternate dimension. In theory, you just have to find evidence of particles unique to that dimension. Kind of like the Higgs boson proved the existence of the Higgs field. For example, if scientists using the Large Hadron Collider find a particle that acts just like one we're already familiar with, but has more mass, this might suggest the presence of another dimension. And for some, that's incredibly exciting. But not everyone is so curious. Some doomsday theorists have found certain elements of CERN's operation suspicious. For starters, its location. Geneva is located in an area that used to be called Apollyacum. Apollyon translates to destruction in Greek. The region got its name during ancient Roman times, when it was thought to house a pathway to the underworld. Theorists also pointed to another odd piece of evidence, a six-foot statue that CERN erected on its campus right in front of the Hadron Collider a sculpture of Lord Shiva, the Hindu god of destruction. It didn't seem to have anything to do with science, so some wondered why it was there in the first place. Their proposal? CERN was secretly a gateway to hell. Adding to the theory, doomsday believers pointed out the resemblance between the interlaced rings in CERN's logo and the 666 sign of the Antichrist. They also noted that scientists sometimes use the phrase bottomless pit to describe black holes. And there's a passage from the book of Revelation about Satan appearing near a bottomless pit that unleashes locusts on Judgment Day. For some, even Google search results seem to connect the Large Hadron Collider to the underworld. When users searched Armageddon-related terms on Google Maps, including Sixth Seal, they reported that the platform pulled up the location of CERN's campus. Of course, it's important to note that Google search results can be manipulated. But it is unclear how the search engine's association between Doomsday and CERN originally began. Theorists' fears gained traction in 2016 after someone filmed a chilling video on CERN's campus, then posted it online. From above, the video appears to show some kind of occult ceremony. Individuals in black cloaks gathering in front of the Lord Shiva statue. And it looks like they're preparing to stab a woman. When the knife or dagger comes down, the camera person curses and flees the scene. Later, CERN said the event was a fake human sacrifice ceremony. It was all staged and no one was actually hurt. Though it was filmed on their premises, it was done without their permission or knowledge. Still, the video went viral and continued to fuel rumors that CERN was up to no good. One headline from Michigan's The Daily Reporter read, quote, We should be very scared about CERN. With speculation reaching mainstream media, Doomsday theories hit a fever pitch. CERN could no longer ignore the wild accusations and decided to address them once and for all. 
In September 2015, the organization published a frequently asked questions page on its website to address fears and rumors about their Large Hadron Collider. And as new conspiracies emerge, the agency's PR team updates the page to debunk them. They clarify that their experiments might reveal certain particles, which could prove that alternate dimensions do exist, but they, quote, will not open a door to another dimension or a portal to hell or otherwise. They also explain that the Shiva statue was a gift from India to celebrate its association with CERN. It depicts the Indian god in the act of Nataraj dance, a symbol of life force. Its shape was meant to serve as a metaphor for the cosmic dance of subatomic particles. CERN's logo is meant to represent particle accelerators, not the Antichrist. And the connection on Google Maps between the underworld and CERN were most likely people renaming locations on their own maps and taking photos. Pranks meant to add fuel to the fire of the conspiracies. Much like the viral video. CERN blamed the short film on a group of visitors who got carried away. The agency reportedly responded by identifying and reprimanding those involved. Ultimately, the FAQ seemed to quiet the many proponents of the portal to dark world theory. Personally, I think it's important to acknowledge that dimensions aren't portals, or they haven't been yet. And for the time being, the existence of other dimensions hasn't been proven. So I'm extremely hesitant to suggest that CERN could use their Hadron Collider to create a gateway into another world. I give our last theory a 3 out of 10. Sure, but if you read the fine print, CERN's FAQ page only states that they won't use the Collider to create a door to another dimension. It never explicitly says that it can't. A hundred years ago, people never dreamed of going to space. We didn't know about subatomic particles or dark energy. It's only been 50 years since scientists developed the standard model of particle physics. Seven since we found the Higgs boson. So much of what we take for granted today seemed impossible not too long ago. And so I'm going to leave the door, or should I say portal of possibility open, and give this theory a six out of 10. Maybe not a gateway to hell, but someplace else, another universe, maybe? Well, as of this recording, CERN is working on an enhancement to their collider. The plan's called the High Luminosity Large Hadron Collider, or HLLHC. Once it goes operational in 2027, the new and improved collider will allow the machine to capture even more data. According to CERN's website, the HLLHC will produce five times as many Higgs bosons per year than it currently does. And additional Hadron Colliders are currently in development around the world. They're set to be bigger, more powerful, and more expensive than the one in Geneva. They'll allow scientists to run even grander experiments. Who knows, maybe they'll unlock the next big secret to our existence. Until then, the LHC remains the biggest machine in the world and our most powerful resource we have to understand the universe, if it doesn't destroy it first. 
Thanks for tuning in to Conspiracy Theories. For more information on the Large Hadron Collider, uh, amongst the many sources we used, we found the 2013 documentary Particle Fever extremely helpful to our research. You can find all episodes of Conspiracy Theories and all other Spotify originals from Parcast for free on Spotify. Until then, remember, the truth isn't always the best story. And the official story isn't always the truth. Conspiracy Theories is a Spotify original from Parcast. Executive producers include Max and Ron Cutler. Sound design by Juan Borda, with production assistance by Ron Shapiro, Trent Williamson, Carly Madden, and Bruce Katovich. This episode of Conspiracy Theories was written by Ben Hanani, with writing assistance by Mallory Cara and Connor Sampson. Fact-checking by Cara Mackerlean and research by Bradley Klein. Conspiracy Theory stars Molly Brandenburg and Carter Roy. 